Hello and welcome to another episode of How Do You Do? I'm Yael Harudi. And I'm Samantha Vinokormirat, and we are here like every week to talk about all things Jewy. Yael, how's it going? It's going great. Um, I'm kind of happy to be after the Chagim, but also happy we had the Chagim. <laughs> I have yeah, a funny no, story I'll share soon. Not about the Chagim. I'm, just in life. I love it. It's all about the funny stories. How yeah, you been? I feel like we're at this uh, moment where I'm happy, I'm exhausted, but I'm also like raring to go with my to-do list because I had so many things that I mentally earmarked for, oh, I'll deal with that after all the holidays. Achrei ha-chagim. And now I'm like, oh, I have to do all these things? Like, wait, that, I'm just, just pushing those off. So what? Um, so luckily, we are talking all about that this week, um, what it means to reflect on the month of holidays that we've just experienced and how we are coming out of it. Um, so let's start there. How, how are you feeling? What are you dealing with coming out of the season of Fagim? Um, well, I'm, I'm kind of coping with the fact that we don't have any more vacation. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> um, I mean, it's good. I, the, the, the Chagim were fun. It's just that one after the other is kind of exhausting. Um, I've discovered that I'm really spoiled by all of the Chagim. And, like, my mom asked me, um, I'm starting a new job, and she was asking if I'm off for Columbus Day. And I've never been off for Columbus Day because all it always comes right after all the holidays. So all the Jewish organizations, like, don't give off. It's in October. And usually, unless it happens to be on a Chag, we've either just had or about to have so many days off. So it's never been a thing. But I feel like I'm very spoiled because in the one second that she said it, I was like, no, I deserve that day off. And then I was like, wait, I've had almost an entire month of like working a half a day and then back off again um so i also you know need to share with the rest of the world um all of the the glorious bounty of ongoing holidays <laughs> yeah i can i can understand that i had a funny um well it has nothing to do with the chagim actually okay i'm ready anyway but i had a, a funny encounter with uh, a customer and siri <laughs> Siri, like the yeah. iPhone app? Yeah, my phone did me wrong. It's so wrong. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it just happened the other day, and I was, like, waiting to share it with you, so I decided I'll just go in and do it. It has nothing to do with Chagim. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so honored. Listeners, join us. What, what are we learning about? So, you know, at the end of every, um, like, every time a customer uh, places an order, I send uh, an order summary. And, yes. and and sometimes customers ask to, like, write something on the cake. Like, happy birthday yes. something, right? I have done that, yes. Um, so, <laughs> so I wrote the whole order summary and I sent it. And then the customer sent me, like, a really confused message. And I looked at the message and it says, instead of writing happy birthday, Matt, it said happy butt, like B-U-T-T, Matt. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, A, that sounds awesome. I hope Matt has a good sense of humor. You could go viral on one of those, like, BuzzFeed-type lists of, like, misspelled cake. <laughs> that person. Well, it wasn't on the cake. I'm not that no, stupid. It was just Siri writing the message. Oh, 
Siri. Way to ruin it for the group. I know. The autocorrect. Oh, God. Done me wrong. Well, I feel like my autocorrect coming out of this season of Chagim learned so many new words. Oh, yeah. Mine, too. It knows Shana Tova now, and it knows Chagim. And And it knows um, Sukkot. It knows Sukkot. Yeah, no, that's a good one also. Um, I don't think mine yet knows the difference between Sukkot and Sukkah. That it just like, so it just sounds like I grammatically don't know a lot of things, but broadly, my Siri has become very Jewish. What about Simchat Torah? Does yours know Simchat Torah? Ooh, I don't know. I'll have to like maybe I can like do a reel on our Instagram of like myself trying to get it to say Simchat Torah. Speaking of Simchat Torah, did you zoom into any Simchat Torah things? I did not. Sorry, fellow Jews. Um, I have been, you know, like, it's just been crazy. I've been Um, moving into my parents' house looking for a house and starting a new job. You can say it. (laughs) Yeah, it's just been a lot lately. So, unfortunately, not this year. I look forward to, like, finding my new community and being ready to jump back in full swing next year. Um but I don't like out of all of the different things that I feel like we've been able to bring on to Zoom the exuberance of dancing and celebrating like I am a great solo dancer don't get me wrong I could dance around my house with the best of them but it didn't seem like something that Zoom was going to enhance the experience of yeah I can understand that so so speaking of of enhancing (laughs) And highs and lows. <laughs> what what have been your past highs and lows this month? So I think during the month of Chagim, um, a high for me was definitely Rosh Hashanah. Um, I was I was not living here in New York yet, but I was able to come in and like we were able to you know have all the foods, have the dinner, um, really like still make it a holiday that felt meaningful mm-hmm. and I also had a really beautiful experience as another high of Yom Kippur breakfast with um, my my amazing community in Cleveland um, and it just felt again very homey very much like it's in my mind at least supposed to it felt very um, yeah just comfortable familiar uh, but also always new and ever-changing um, I feel like, I, I don't know if I would, again, call it a low, but, you know, things that I definitely missed from, like, a non, non-COVID, non-socially distanced world, um, definitely just, like, the guest aspect of Sukkot, because we weren't in a position to be able to invite in the same way that we have in previous years, and that's something that I love and crave, and it feels like wow, didn't necessarily feel like the same spirit of this particular holiday without just like a revolving door of family and friends and random strangers and people we coerce um, all coming to hang out. So again, I I wouldn't necessarily say like low, low, but um, has room for improvement, hopefully next year. What about you? What were your, your peaks, the best moments of the game and your your potential low points um i think the best moments is yeah coming together and doing all the holidays was really nice and uh we really got to do all of them um together as a family so that was nice you know i love Chagim. <laughs> of course 
Um, what was the best like thing that you either made or ate? Oh God, that's a hard question. I don't I remember what I made. That's the problem. Ooh, oh, that's rough. wait, actually, I I do remember. So first of all, my honey cake, my honey, honey cake. cake always. No, no, my honey cake. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm telling you, it's to die for. I I make a bomb honey cake. Do you have a secret ingredient? Like what? what I'm the not telling. Know? Oh, shh. listeners, how dare you ask? But I'll just say. Um, my mom said that her honey cakes always come out dry, and ever since she's had mine, she's not willing to make honey cake anymore. Oh my god, that's such power <laughs> that you have. Well, she's also she was also against making me a birthday cake for years. So wait, she doesn't make you birthday cakes? No, wait, no. Like she recently started again. <laughs> Thankfully, is it like since you became a yes. pastry chef that she's just like I can't compete? Yeah, that's not fair, right? I mean, yeah, no, like, <laughs> I, yeah, you still want your mom to either, I mean, either make or buy, like, yeah. I, my mom never made me a birthday cake, but like. No, I want her to make me a birthday from cake. Carvel and Baskin Robbins. No, like no, 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 I want a made birthday cake. I want a homemade, simple birthday cake. That's all I want. Oh, no, I'm really good with an ice cream cake that someone pays someone else to make. <laughs> um, Anyways, I'm talking about Lowe's. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> No, excuse me. <laughs> no, no, not not the ice cream cake. Like Lowe's that my mom wasn't willing to make me a cake. <laughs> yeah, no, that's rough. But there's a lot of feelings. There. I mean, I'll be willing to get an ice cream cake. Mom, if you're listening to this, it, it doesn't include you. <laughs> you still need to I, make me a cake. <laughs> no, no, of course. Like, it's a yes and. There's always room for extra cake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to get an ice cream cake. But mom, you Way still to need to make me a cake. <laughs> I always had ice cream cakes. Oh my gosh, it was the best. Like, I for a while I said like I don't even like real cake, um, which is <laughs> nice. not objectively true. I do like cake, but I just always feel like if there's an ice cream opportunity, it wins in my world. Okay, so my so my um, uh, secret is that I've never had ice cream cake. Like I've never not only gotten I've, yeah I've never gotten an ice cream cake, but I've also never actually tasted one. Um, so if anyone wants to gift me an ice cream cake on my birthday, it's June 2nd, and you're welcome to. <laughs> um, if you come here, like, on a random Wednesday, I will get you an ice cream cake and then eat it. On a random Wednesday. Okay, we can make that happen. Yeah, like, <laughs> ice cream cake is an all-year food in my world, of course. Um, Maybe I should go get an ice cream cake. So that's the low in my life. No, but the low for the holidays for me was the fact that my I found out that my mom did not ship. So she sent a whole crate um, when she moved here, and she did not send her sukkah. And I think I talked about this oh no, on yes. our sukkot um on our Sukkot episode, but that was definitely the low of my holiday, finding out that my mom oh. does not have a Sukkot, yeah. Cause so we, did you get a new one? So, we yeah, we looked at stuff, so she ordered um, for next year, but, I mean, it's it's not the same. She had the best Sukkot, like, seriously. You said, you told us about it. Wait, so where did it go? Who's enjoying it now? Um, our friends, like one of one of our friends in Israel, I mean, it's it's nice. She passed it on to a family that is getting good use out of it. But I want my sukkah. <laughs> oh, that's rough. <laughs> I understand. I'm here for you. Yeah. And like, so yeah, since I have nothing, since I have nothing to look forward to on sukkot, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I 
always look forward to, because uh, I'm still like eight years old, I have not actually advanced for several years at this point, mm-hmm. but whenever I make like the edible graham cracker suka, I am just like a very happy person. Edible graham cracker suka? Oh my gosh, this is my favorite art project, and by was, I mean actively still is, because again, I am about eight and a half years old. Um, so you make a sukkah, like an edible one. So the walls are graham crackers. The, um, like the, the poles to hold up the schach are mini pretzel rods. You hold them together with either like peanut butter or Nutella or marshmallow fluff. And then you use like all these different candies to make the decorations and hang things from them. And I have personally hosted like adult graham crackers to kind of making like competitions. Um, I don't take this too seriously at all, listeners. I'm like a very what I've I've been invited to your sukkah, but I've never made a graham cracker. Um, I haven't done it in my own sukkah lately because I didn't like. I think last year was when I was still doing keto on sukkot. Good times all. So I think I was nervous to like introduce that element and then you know we all know what would inevitably happen i would eat all of them um but now that i've taken a keto break i feel like we can bring that back okay i think the next year we should definitely do that together i would be honored oh, slash intimidated again i feel like the ringer of bringing a pastry chef to like the candy sukkah decorating so oh, other than beautiful. other than making um edible sukkot <laughs> what are you looking forward to about um what's to come next so i think that we're like at this again this really interesting time in the, like jewishly i'll say i'm looking forward to being able to like take a breath recover from all these back-to-back holidays and be able to just like enjoy the regular rhythms for a minute of like shabbat and just yeah just kind of some of the the less once in a while and more classic elements of judaism um but then of course i'm excited for the next round of holidays and like low-key hanukkah like people started talking to me about hanukkah which was really mean of them because i'm not emotionally prepared to have that conversation but also you know, I'm always kind of prepared to have that conversation. I'm very accommodating like that. Um, and then on the personal note, so I began my road trip to like check out different communities that I might be interested in getting a house in. Um, and it was actually lovely because we drove around on Cholamoled Sukkot. So I was able to be like, oh, neighborhood of views because like everyone has a Sukkot this is a neighborhood that we could look at living in. Oh, I don't see any visible Sukkot, like not a neighborhood for me. Um, so it was essentially like reverse racial profiling because I was actively trying to find like my people. Um, and I'm really excited to then try to find the the new house amongst them. What about you? What's exciting that's coming up? Um, well, I live in a very Jewish community, so. So you're good with that. So I'm good with that. <laughs> I've done that part. Um, but I'm actually, I'm actually actively extremely excited for Sukkot, uh, for um, Hanukkah. Oh my God. Yeah. I'll... No, no, no. I am extremely excited for Hanukkah. Um, I thought about it. I was like, what's the next holiday? Oh my God, it's Hanukkah. And I'm super excited. It's eight days of happiness. Um, and all but the food that I love. you know that this year it starts in November? Like, that's extremely soon slash early. 
I did not know that, and I am even happier now. Well, you know that I, I make sufganiyot every year, so I'm super excited for Hanukkah. Um, and you make the best sufganiyot, like, ever. Oh, thank you. <laughs> of course, my God. Are you going to be shipping them to certain people who are in New York this year? <laughs> Um, so then, if the answer is yes, I could add that to the list of things that I'm looking forward to. I, I could look into like express shipping it to you. It's I could I could look into that. Or you can come visit me with your materials, or I would even buy ingredients, and then you can just cook for me here. I can look into that. <laughs> okay, so we can express ship either the sufganiyo or the chef. Yeah, oh, maybe, okay. maybe, maybe I'm like on. I mean, there must be a weekend somewhere there, so so maybe I'll do that. It is eight days, so there has to be a weekend. I know. So okay, so now. let's let's plan. Oh my gosh, and then we could like go live. I miss going live. Um, <laughs> I miss your face, last honestly. Monica, you and I like did a marathon of sufganiyot. Oh my um, god, last Hanukkah was hilarious. So, la- listeners, for those who uh, are not in the know. Last Hanukkah, um, my former job had contracted with Yael to do all these different sufganiyot baking sessions on Zoom because social distancing. So each night we would have different groups of kids and parents come and learn and they would like partially bake along, sometimes just listen, sometimes just listen. And um, I got to eat all of the samples that Yael made and <laughs> we don't talk enough about again I or I think I talk fairly regularly about just like the pros of being buddies with pastry chef but <laughs> I think it comes up in like every <laughs> every episode I mean, I, like I just want to make sure everyone knows how lucky I am and uh, <laughs> this was a very strong example about why and I'm very pleased it made it like we didn't just have a sweet new year but it was a sweet Hanukkah and like I mean this is really rough because usually when when I was living in the same place as you when we would record our new sessions you know you never know what's happening at your house like <laughs> oh I walked in and you're experimenting with French toast muffins like <laughs> yeah. nobody is feeding me right now I just want everyone to know that what I've met your mom your mom is feeding you my, yeah my mom is certainly not feeding me French toast muffins <laughs> anyone that my mom would attest but like you know, there's a lot of salad. <laughs> salad is good. Salad is great. It like, but you know, again, my salad. I feel like, um, is it like cows that have like seven different stomachs? That I'm just like my salad stomach and my French toast muffin stomach are different. So even though I am being filled by my salad stomach portion, like there, there's still something missing. I just have to say it. <laughs> I don't know if that was a real sentence, and I like I'm not sure even what I'm saying at this point. So I'm just going to go to next question. So <laughs> as we come out of this month of Chagim, we're about to enter the Jewish month of Cheshvan, um, which is the next month on the calendar, and it's sometimes known as Mar Cheshvan, um, which means bitter Cheshvan, because we're coming off the high of all of these different holidays and peak moments and then there's no holidays for the whole month so there's this sense of oh bummer and bitterness and you know so there's no holidays um yuck 
Um, personally, I know many, especially clergy and like other Jewish communal professionals who are like, this is awesome. We need a break. There's no mar. There's no bitterness in this cheshvan. But it's still an interesting concept. So what does it mean for you for this non-holiday time to be thought of as bitter? And are there things that we can do or that you're planning on doing to keep making it sweet even without the uh, the push of various holidays? I mean, if we need holidays to make our time sweet, then, I mean, and I'm, I'm talking as, like, the number one fan of holidays, but, yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean that, that time is not sweet when we don't have holidays. We just, I think if we, if, if people think of it as not sweet because we don't have, like, Jewish holidays, holidays are not the only things that make us Jewish. I mean, doing Shabbat dinners, doing the Kiddush, lighting the candles, doing our everyday rituals are the things that should make our time sweet even when we don't have special holidays. And of course, you know, you can always cook some special food, make a brisket. <laughs> make a brisket. <laughs> I'm telling, uh, matzo ball soup, because apparently it's a whole, it's a whole year, it's like a, oh, why am I losing my words this morning? Um, it's like apparently a, a year round thing here, matzo ball soup. And we are you cut matzo ball soup is a thing. Oh, you you cut out for a second. What were you saying? I was just agreeing with you that matzo ball soup is in fact a thing. <laughs> I mean, if someone's feeling down, matzo ball soup. That's true. It is the Jewish penicillin. It is like the Jewish pick me up. Jewish antidepressant. Um, of course, take any medications you actually need to. But like matzo ball soup just can't hurt. So, what does it mean to you? Um, like the non, non-holiday non time to be bitter. Yeah, you know, again, I think that it's um, when there's not these moments that you're working towards or planning towards, it can be really easy to like kind of get into a slump of regular and routine and that doesn't necessarily have to be bitter, but it's not necessarily exciting or these peak moments. I think that finding ways, like you were saying, to find extra bits of joy in the regular and in the everyday um, is absolutely you know critical and something that all of us can do I think to enjoy the uh, the breather so mindset shift instead of saying oh my gosh there's not like a holiday or there's not an immediate next to look forward to to enjoy you know again taking a relaxing moment saying thank you to whoever's been cooking for the last uh, month plus and then enjoying, you know, what's uh, whatever else is happening and what's to come. It's always a great time to uh, try new recipes, new learning. I have been in like a binge reading mode to accompany the binge eating of the Chagim. So perhaps that part. How have you been on the reading of uh, of non <clears throat> non Jewish books? I've really been trying. Um, Jews show up everywhere. <laughs> It's like a problem. I was reading like a historical fiction novel that had absolutely nothing to do with Judaism. And then it's like a Jew pops up, which is great (laughs) Um, because I feel like they're there just for me. And like we're waving at each other through the pages. Um, But I am still, you know, attempting to broaden my horizons while also, you know, embracing. I am so deep into my bubble and um, that's where I'm supposed to be. So it's all good. Um, but speaking of being deep into a bubble, 
Um, I did want to make sure as we wrap up this um, recording that our listeners know to get excited because next week we are going to do another TV um, episode where we're going to watch episode two of My Unorthodox Life. Several weeks ago, we commented on episode one. We went deep into and out of the bubble of this crazy quirky family coming out of Muncie into this world of like high fashion modeling and we are so excited to continue the convo so if you want to watch along with us um, we are watching episode two season one of my unorthodox life which can be found on Netflix and next week we are coming back with all of our commentary and if anyone wants to um, you know chat with us in between now and then as always please 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 reach out you can find us um on instagram at how do you do pod you can email us your thoughts feedback feelings recipes thoughts on ice cream cake at how do you do pod at gmail.com and wherever you are listening to this podcast please 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 again rate review give us five stars subscribe share it with your friends share it with your family share it with random strangers who you think would enjoy it um we are really excited to continue working together and growing this space and we are excited to partner with you in doing that yep and until next time happy chewing